0: Tomahill
1: TBS, Jay Leo, Hitchhikers,
0: check. <laughs> I'ma
1: spit fire and propane, keep a little baggy and some veggies, your romaine. Soppy ass bitch, trying to eat up the whole brand while this long ass nigga still asking for more change, get your taste buzzed lit. Popping right under your tongue, lighting up a sharp strain. Feel like it's chopping your lungs, like hoping to lead to the head. Feeling like Danny Bam, got a medicine jar in my car, full the same samples. Running with the passions when my rashes getting low. Get down on the flow, blood braces like I'm whipping blow. Shit, show for show. I don't know, I just release and go. Can't hear what you're saying. This week you love it, you're low. Johnny smokin' haze ain't a blaze. I got heat to throw. Then I'm let they heat to flow and sing it till they heat below. Because the game, I pick the deck before you let them roll. Think I'm insane, but from the start, I never had control. Have you whipped a dance with the devil in the can of the and come, sing have you ever laid with the demon With the flames by your bedside Smoking the air, sipping on spirits Get the mood right, get the cool hype right. Middle fingers to the blue lights guessing on your grave while I gaze into the moonlight Rolling through the city, hard as Indy, but I'm feeling frisky, way I can make it, even though these niggas want it in me. Got some rolling papers and some bitches, yeah, we gettin' litty, feeling out of place, fuck it, I got my niggas with me. We on a long road, smoking trees and nagging hoes, love is faded, I'm jaded, consequences are never told, Running out of character, the real me is a- getting old, facin' up a side, 50 shit, and I all below. I'm on some new shit, and new bitch, your loose lips tangle you up, I guess this New streets, I do this fit and some fire and their doom. Hit the sun, God, bring some light. Now, watch your moves, switch. hyperglyphs were bright and Now, must they but conquer it? spirits in the valleys where they die and quick. Just the gladiator. Oh, no righteous tips, still sharp and steel, but I'm colder than
0: the artsy kids. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, everybody? Look, my bad, my brother was was busy, you're been a, been a okay, long so day, like, academic, you know, money on car Um. look, I'm an hour late, I'm on CB time, <laughs> my fault, y'all, my bad, but the good thing about being a late night show is, even though I'm an hour late, I'm still a late night show, <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for joining in, tuning in, it's your boy, Wildcard Mar, a.k.a. Modelo Mar, and it's a case. You know, you forgot. I got my Modelo. Mm. Mm. Ah. So we'll grab y'all drinks for the next 55 minutes. We're gonna talk some sports. So, um, get comfortable, get relaxed, kick your feet up, do all that. But go over to www.ioft19.com that's where you can find all the latest information of i o w uh network related uh things um shout out to the guy my guy Silent Hill and Jay Leo that was a song that was just playing uh pale moon devil dance so go check out uh my guy Silent Hill and Jay Leo over at YouTube um at their YouTube page hitchhikers so, it, uh, hitchhikers like H I T C H Hikers, H I K E R S. Some dope underground local North Carolina hip hop artists. So, you know, I'm all in uh, showing love for, for the people underground, uh, especially if you're doing music. You know, drop a comment or leave an email. I'll play your stuff. You know, I love showing support for the people that's grinding. If you got your own uh uh business you wanna um you wanna promote, you know, drop drop a comment. Uh, jump in the email, sports network at gmail.com. Hey, you know I love showing support. But anyway, that all that's done. The biggest news of the day. <laughs> the QB carousel. Carson Wentz, that boy is up out of there. Philly has traded their golden goose. The guy who they literally thought was about to be the heir apparent to that uh, QB uh, position and, and, and hold it for a long time is no longer out of there. So Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, the first two picks and first two quarterbacks taken in the 2016 draft have now switched teams. So let's talk about it. But first, let's hear from the guy himself that always drops the news, Adam Schefter. Adam, what can
1: you tell us about how we got to this point? How the deal get done?
2: Well, Sage, the Colts and the Eagles were in discussions for the last three weeks. I think really from the day after... Jared Goff got traded from Los Angeles to Detroit, and Matthew Stafford went from Detroit to Los Angeles. The talks heated up at that moment and really have been going on for 19 straight days. And they were at the brink of the deal the whole time, but it was only until today that the Eagles finally signed off on the agreement that will send a third-round pick this year to Philadelphia and a conditional second-round pick next year that could become a first-round pick in return to the Eagles from the Colts. Each side gets what it wants, right? Carson Wentz wanted out of Philadelphia, did not want to be back there. The Colts wanted Carson Wentz to work with Frank Wright, their head coach, who was his former offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. Frank Wright is a Carson Wentz believer and the biggest proponent of this trade. And that's why the trade gets done, because Frank Wright believes that he can salvage Carson. Carson wanted out of Philadelphia. The Eagles recognized they were better off moving on, getting the picks in return. And that's exactly what unfolded here with the Eagles now, obviously having to eat some dead cat money, but not having to pay the roster bonus that's due next month of about $10 million. So there are all sorts of implications, and it's a continuation of the offseason quarterback movement mm-hmm. that we've been expecting. We've now seen the first and second overall picks from the 2016 draft traded 19 days apart. Wow. Jared Goff, now Carson Wentz. Wentz has a new home. The Eagles now have Jalen Hurts as their quarterback, but I think that they'll be looking to bring in competition of some sort. I don't think they're automatically just going to hand the job to Jalen Hurts and say, you are the guy here moving forward. I think that the Eagles will be looking, They've got a lot of ammunition now built up with the extra picks. And we'll continue to see the ripple effects of this trade that was agreed to just a short time ago.
1: Adam, a lot to get to there. We're going to have Louis Riddick join us in a second as well. But 19 straight days of talks back and forth. That, that's almost three weeks. What was the key, the icing on the cake, for everybody to give this the green light?
2: I think in the end, ultimately, the Eagles wanted to make sure they were getting as much as they could in return for Carson Wentz. And they spoke to a number of teams. And the Bears were interested at one point in time. Others checked in to see what the price would be for Carson Wentz. But ultimately, the match that made the most sense was Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. And I think Matthew Stafford helped drive his trade to Los Angeles. And I don't want to say Carson Wentz did that here because it wasn't as forceful as Stafford was. But in this particular case, I think Carson Wentz really did want to wind up in Indianapolis working with a familiar, comfortable face in Frank Reich. And Frank Reich wanted to go with Carson Wentz. And I think this age, the Colts looked at the quarterback landscape and surveyed all the quarterbacks out there. And while they're giving up a future conditional second-round pick that could become a first, they said, we believe that Carson Wentz is the best option that we can get on our team right now. And so the Colts' offer was what it was, and they were strong. And they increased the offer uh, in the end. But they felt like Carson Wentz was a natural fit in their offense on that team, Hmm. that particular organization, and now we'll see how that works out.
1: And once again, the Frank Frank Reich angle is absolutely huge. The familiarity for both sides, that's obviously going to play a big role. I want to ask you real quick about Jalen Hurts because the assumption naturally would be, okay, they drafted him, he's next in line, he's their guy. Should that not be what we're automatically assuming, that he is the starting quarterback now for the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, those are all true. He is
2: next in the line. He is the starting quarterback. But that does not preclude the Eagles from going out and seeking another quarterback to bring in to challenge Jalen Hurts, to compete with Jalen Hurts. Again, I don't think that they're just going to hand this job to Jalen Hurts and say, you are the guy. And also, this goes back to show you that they didn't hire their new head coach, Nick Sirianni, to fix Carson Wentz. They hired Nick Sirianni because they believed he was the best man for the job moving forward. They didn't know which quarterback or quarterbacks he was going to be working with, but they knew there was a real chance that Carson Wentz was going to be traded from Philadelphia if the Eagles got the right offer. And in the end, they made the determination that they did, getting a third-round pick this year and a conditional second that be- could become a mm-hmm. first in 2022. Thanks
0: for watching. Wow. On YouTube for- so a lot to uncover there, but You know, I'm going to let Adam chapter, you know, do what he do, you know, Philly got out of it. I, I didn't know a team would be willing to, to, to take on that salary, but I mean, just like Adam chapter said, you know, it it makes sense. 2017 people got to admit Carson Wentz was balling. He was literally an MVP candidate, tearing up the league, goes down to Los Angeles, and his knee gets tore up. And that kind of began that whole premise of whether Carson Wentz could stay healthy. Um, 2018, the Eagles... win the Super Bowl that year, twenty seventeen, of uh, uh Carson Wentz uh MVP caliber season he was having before he got hurt. Uh and of course, you know, Frank Wright was there in the offense, uh a coordinator or or quarterback's coach. And so you know this move makes sense for 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 the coach. It does. Is he worth it? Mm. You know, Who's to really say, you know? But uh, you know, we talked about earlier on on our daytime show that airs every Monday and Thursday, three PM Eastern Standard Time, uh, going live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You know, and Detroit Mail brought up a good point, as in, you know, it is a is it is a a step up above from Phillip Rivers. Um, mobility is for one. Carson Wentz can make certain plays with his feet to either aid by time or give his uh or give his his receivers a chance to get open and, and make make pretty much a, a playground play where you know things might fall apart but he still finds a way to make a play. Look, Carson Wentz, if he can get out of his head, because this is all mental, I mean the guy did not want to be in Philly because in my opinion The team moved away from Carson Wentz. Players were not; they seemed more enthused to play with Jalen Hurts. They seemed more enthused to play with another, uh, uh, just a different quarterback. Uh, You know, um, I I just think Carson Wentz lost that locker room. I I felt he completely lost that locker room because it's one thing to get rid of, Doug Peterson who was who was pretty much blamed for half of the you know the failure that was going on in Philly after the Super Bowl so you get rid of him okay so then what's left is Carson Wentz so now you have a choice of of pinpointing what was the actual problem of why we didn't succeed after the Super Bowl so To me, if Carson Wentz is given the reins of the franchise, but yet he still didn't want to be there, then that's more an internal thing within him and an internal thing within the team. They did not believe in him. That's just my take. You know, I tell you all the time, I'm not an expert. I just, I see what I see, hear what I hear, and I give my take. I come on this camera and I say what I say because I love sports. And being in a a locker room before, you know, playing uh uh organized team sports, if you don't if you don't believe in your quarterback, better go find one. Because if he was given keys to the franchise and he has nobody to back him up or wants to play for him, good luck. Good luck. So, in my in my opinion, Philly did right for the franchise by making sure they 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 at least got some kind of compensation back. I mean, you get a you get a third in this year's draft, you get a conditional pick that's a second round next year. It might become a first. Uh, I think they they probably got the best offer, and what helps is they they free up cap space. You know, you can't beat that when you know especially that contract was 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 who the cap the cap hit for Carson Wentz. I mean Indy Indy had the cap room to do it. It was um you know, with the um the news yesterday um of the NFL cap salary uh being a minimum of a hundred and eighty mil you know they was o- uh, almost 70 mil under the, under the cap so you know only a few teams had enough space cap space to even uh think about making that move it wasn't too many that 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 could have made that made that move to uh, to get it i mean the jets um you know patriots you know, they could have made that move. Uh, the coach and the Jaguars. The Jaguars, we we already know who, you know, what they doing. You know, that's Trevor Lawrence all day. All day. Every day. Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, that didn't make that wouldn't make sense for them to take on this salary. And the Jets are trying to get Deshaun. You know, I don't know if that I don't I don't I don't see that working out as as in Carson Wentz going there, but you know, it, I think it worked out for both teams. You know, it, and also, also, you know, uh, just pointing out what, what my, what my man, uh Detroit man, said earlier today, getting Carson Wentz out of that scenario, get him in a new change, a new team, a new, new, new chance. It's a, it's a reset. It's a restart. So you know, Carson Wentz should be happy about this situation. He gets to be with the coach that is going to believe in him. Frank Wright did help that man in 2017. So, uh, I mean, we we don't we don't know how it's going to play out. Um, oh yeah, Man Down Podcast. Brooklyn did smack them boys. Right? We're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, uh, right now, we're just talking about that Carson Wentz uh, trade situation. Um and you know what I agree with you. They got to run the football. And honestly, if you really look at the way that uh Indianapolis was set up, they ran the ball great. Jonathan Taylor, that rookie, started slow, but he came strong towards the end of that season. You got your man Hines that went to uh, North Carolina State. Um he's in that backfield. So Indianapolis is definitely set up for Carson Wentz to succeed. I'm at that point where you have no more excuses, Carson Wentz. You are set up with a team in Indy that has a great offensive line, top three in the NFL, no doubt. Them boys play ball. You got a good running game set up, you know, uh, you know, with this cap situation, they don't know if they're gonna hold on to Ty Hilton. Ty Hilton is getting up there in age, and you know, um, they they gotta they gotta vamp up their 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 offensive weapons. You know what I'm saying? Get them, get more uh, weapons in, in the receiving game as as in wide receivers. Uh, Mo Ali Cox tight end, is as a basketball player converted to tight end, but he's a big body; he's hard to take down. Um, still overall, but get him um, you know, a little competition, you know, see if you, that brings the best out of him. That defense, you, you you know, maybe you add a couple of pieces here and there, but some death, but nothing crazy. I mean, Indianapolis is a team that's literally right there. A couple of pieces here, a couple of pieces there, and they're in that conversation of, of Super Bowl trip. I'm not saying they're gonna win one, but you know, I maybe mean, they're not far. This move can possibly be that move to to put them in that conversation year by year of being a contender. It does. Carson Wentz is a slight upgrade from Phillip Rivers. Just just on sheer uh mobility, you know, hands down. I'm not saying that he's gonna be the savior in that hump to get them to a, a win in a championship, I'm not going to go that far. Because anytime Carson Wentz has a team literally folds and doesn't play for him and, and uninspired to even, you know, have him as a quarterback, and I can't blame them. Carson Wentz did not play well at all. He played like trash this past NFL season. There's no doubt about that. And so, this is his moment. This is his chance to show that he can ball out. Just like Adam Schefter said in the clip, Jared Goff, first pick of 2016, already been traded to another team. Carson Wentz, number two of our pick, been traded to another team. It's a a dog-eat-dog world in the the NFL. If you don't have a quarterback, good luck. But, I mean, they're already showing that, you know, you have to have a quarterback and you have to be under a system where, you know, you are, are geared to succeed. And I hate to say it, you know, canceling Carson Wentz, you know, it's a mental thing. He needs a lot of help to mentally bring him up and, and and get the best out of him. If if you got to coddle and do all that, then that's why Philly got rid of that situation. They probably noticed something and just be like, look, enough is enough. On the flip side of this whole trade, Jalen Hurts gets the opportunity. You know, um, I, I'm hoping Jalen Hurts succeeds. But, I mean, you know, Philly Philly has some, some work to do. They Their offensive of line is horrendous. And, you know, no disrespect to uh to to that team, but I mean they did they did no no favors for Carson Wentz, but so much pressure was on him because he he was their first draft pick in twenty sixteen number number two overall, got the extension, you've given the keys to the franchise and he folded, but you know they didn't do no 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 justice with that offensive line. Um, hopefully Jalen Hurts can do something. Hopefully, uh, the front office will actually aid Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? Give him some help. Make sure that he is given the tools to succeed. But, you know, I don't think they're sold on um, just giving him the job outright. Um, Like Adam Schefter said in the clip, who they bring in, I don't know. But you got to... Now that you got rid of Wentz, you you got a ride with Jalen Hurts. You went second in the second round last year to go get him while you still had Wentz. So, to me, that was already writing on the wall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, eventually this was going to happen at some point. You know? So, shout out to Jalen Hurts. Now, one thing I will say, I don't think this affects any kind of Value that they're looking for Deshaun Watson uh, for Houston. Um, so uh, this trade of tra- uh, uh, Carson Wentz has no, in my opinion, no effects on on the amount that Houston's going to receive for Jalen, Hur- uh, not Jalen Hurts, uh, for Deshaun Watson. I don't, I don't see any change in that. Houston is going to ask what they're going to ask for, and rightfully so. I mean, Deshaun Watson is a generational quarterback, um, very mobile. You know, I've I've seen the reports out there talking about, um, you know, Carolina Panthers give give Houston three first-rounders, which you're going to have to, (laughs) and uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, We kind of talked about it uh, on the day show uh, Thursday, Um, but I wouldn't – I don't I don't see any any issues with that. Just the, the running back position has been devalued in the NFL. It is no longer uh a have one stud running back give him 25, you know, 20 to 25 carries, maybe about five five to seven targets out the backfield. Um he's racking up almost 250 all purpose yards. Hopefully, maybe two touchdowns, two total touchdowns. That 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 game of of, of running back, um, you know, reliability is no longer there. And Christian McCaffrey, as talented as he is, you know, he, I think I think the Panthers gave him that extension too early, and that, that I'm not saying they're having buyer's remorse because he's proven that he can play. But this past season was probably, uh, you know, his his worst season because he was he was not available. Um, that's something that's that you know is not common with Christian McCaffrey, but he does play a lot of games banged up and hurt. But you know, this past season was the first season that he he missed significant time. Um, but you know, Panthers kind of fell into that same trap, like Todd Gurley did with the Rams, like Ezekiel Elliott did with the Cowboys, um, you know, these running backs get the, get the check and you know, they don't, they don't necessarily reproduce that same performance that got them the check. Uh, I don't know if that's a, you know, just some kind of bad voodoo on the running back position. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Alvin Kamari probably seems like the only one that, um, has, has stayed consistent after getting his extension. Um but I mean what if they make that trade? In my opinion, Carolina would be winning wise a same situation as uh it was for Houston for Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying he's gonna, you know, win win the NFC South. No, no, you know, uh giving up. Christian McCaffrey to get Deshaun Watson, you you you're losing a weapon. You are, um, but you know Curtis Samuel is is a decent wide receiver. So is David Moore. Uh, so I guess giving up Christian McCaffrey, that that's pri- primarily your only weapon for the Panthers. But you also get back a dynamic weapon in Deshaun Watson that that could uh, you know make stuff happen by himself. Um, i would say better defense with the panthers um even though they just uh released kwan short uh and, and he'll, he'll be a free agent but you know he was coming off of two years of uh, of shoulder problems um so having a defensive tackle with shoulder issues is is not a good uh thing so you know hopefully he he's able to rectify that and and, and play um back to his pro bowl caliber um of defense but it won't be in carolina um so the panthers are are still trying to improve um but that also gives them leverage if they get the shot watching you can you can have a serviceable quarterback and teddy bridgewater and get some kind of value for him i mean if, if if philly just got a a, a third in the conditional two I mean, you can at least get a third for 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 Bridgewater. I would take Bridgewater for Carson Wentz. That's that's me personally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, to me, and they're about the same age. You know, people people want to slip up and forget that Teddy Bridgewater is still under thirty. You know, he's right there on that cusp of being thirty. Carson Wentz is twenty eight. To me, you're not really getting that much of a difference. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, Carson Wentz and Teddy Bridgewater is pretty much, in my opinion, neck and neck. So, Panthers still got moves to do, to make, to, to get this whole whole quarterback situation settled with Deshaun Watson. I say go for it. I, I'm just saying. You get out that contract with Christian McCaffrey, you can easily take picks uh, that, you, that you do have to go get a serviceable... Running back, but they got one. Mike Davis is is you know usually when you got a a, a superstar and they get hurt and then you know their backup comes in, they they get a chance to shine. Mike Davis did he he did right. He helped himself out by showing up and 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 at least playing, you know, adequate football. So um, if that translates to all sixteen being a starter, then I, then good for him. But Carolina got, they got cards to make. They got moves to make. um, But we'll see what happens. It's just been a crazy off season already. <laughs> and the official league year hasn't even started yet. It starts in, in March. <laughs> and it's been a lot of movement. And I, I, I foresee a lot other dominoes falling in this QB carousel. Um, So, um, man, NFL fans. Buckle up. If your team's out there uh, looking for a quarterback, um, you believe you, you need one, uh, no worries. It's going to happen. You're going to get your quarterback. Um, it, it's just going to be interesting to see how all of this falls down in the line and comes together. But um, we had some basketball tonight. Got had a couple of good matchups. Um of course, we'll talk about the the Lakers and the Nets in just a second. But um, in the other matchup, we had the Milwaukee Bucks uh, playing the Toronto Raptors, and man, nope, is it fair? It is it, what's going on with 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 the Bucks? You know. That that man Giannis after <laughs> I'd be fucking up that man's name, man. I hope he'll never see this shit. <laughs> I'll be fucking up that man's name hard, dog. But uh look, I didn't say it a million times. I, I don't believe in I'm still confused on how Greek Freak got MVP. Look, I'm not dissing the man's athleticism. He's a great talent, he's this, he's that. I'm talking about. Can he play basketball without driving and posting? He he's a poster guy. He's a he's a drive guy. You know what I'm saying? If he if the lane is clawed, can he play ball? Uh, I I'm still having a hard time trying to trying to see him being that guy that's going to develop a mid range and an outside shot. I'm not saying that he can. But to me, the proof's in the pudding. That he's he's not that guy to do that. Uh, I I mean, literally, if I was a coach ever coaching against him, I will I would call it like I'll play just his own defense and, and dare him to to shoot. Just literally, I dare him to shoot. I I'm I'm not scared of his offensive game. You know the NBA is literally a, a outside shooters game now. If you got no jump shot, you got no outside game. Good luck winning. Point blank period. This isn't the '90s NBA where uh, you know 90 to 100 points guarantees you a win. That don't that don't that don't fly no more in the NBA. You <laughs> if you're not letting it fly behind the arc. And you're, not, and you're not getting proficient at it, good luck. Because these cats is scoring 115, 120 minimum. That's their minimum. <laughs> you know, that's their slow night. <laughs> you know, that's a defensive game in the NBA. If a team scores 120 points, 115 points, that's a defensive game in the NBA nowadays. You know, cats put up 130, 140. Like, it ain't nothing now. The scoring in the NBA is nuts. I mean, obviously, there's no defense. <laughs> you know, get you at least uh, a few opportunistic stops. That's about it. But, you know, um, Toronto's finally starting to um, turn it around. And, you know, they used to kind of start off the year a little bit cold. Um, what's that boy? Uh, Pascal Siakam? 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 You know he he did his thing tonight. You know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if uh, Toronto goes out and get another piece. I'm not sure, but they um they uh they got solid players on that on on that um mm-hmm. whole team. You know they got solid uh construction put together of of the of that squad. I mean uh a lot of those players from the uh from the championship two years ago i still on that squad you just minus minus Kawhi. um so i mean toronto um might might mess around and throw a wrench in the uh in the nba east in the eastern conference um but i've hey i've been on record plenty of times whether it's this uh, late night show or uh the daytime live stream that um the East is wide open. (laughs) You know, I, you know, I already assumed that, um, and made my pick that it'd be a, a Brooklyn, uh, Lakers finals, but, um, you know, the East is, is wide open, but I can come and throw them into my whole prediction right there. But speaking of, uh, Lakers and Nets, um, of course, they battled tonight. um, I'm not gonna um, before we get into the actual highlight of that, um, you know, I just wanna uh shout out and draw attention to your boy Bronny of uh La Flopper Flopper Flames. <laughs> no, I'm 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 gonna leave uh I'm I'm gonna leave uh, LeBron alone. But you know, this is big. Uh, you know, my man hit 35k on uh, the all-time scores list. Let's take a look.
1: 47% and only down 12. It gets for the Nets has been 19. It's Shannon. Throws it away with a turnover. Caruso, four on three. Nice pass, touch pass. Coosman's side, James. And Irving got in the way, and there's a whistle on the five. <laughs> Kyrie kind of will pick it up.
0: Wow. Ah. Beautiful fade away there mm. by LeBron. I mean, Justin money. The boy still got it. Going for a milestone here, Kevin Harlan, by LeBron
1: James. Yeah, he's only becoming one of three, but we know that he's not passing anybody, but he is getting to a certain number, which is oh, pretty stunning. Mm.
0: Think
1: of that. 35,000 points. Wow. I mean, that's that's showing up nightly. That is showing up nightly. Karina Bill Jabbar and Carl Malone uh, made more field goals than LeBron, so in almost every uh, significant offensive uh, goal, what did I do? Did LeBron I flop again? In, in all those areas assists and points and games played. Uh, and
0: wins. Look at He's that list, that y'all.
1: Regard. Third player.
0: Look at that to list. Get Thirty-five
1: thousand or more. Man, there are some ballers on that graphic. <laughs> say record, it again,
0: man. Reggie. The reason say it again, Reggie Miller. There's some ballers on that list. Man, wow. 35k. Say what you want. <sighs> like my man uh Shannon, that, that's that boy Go James. <laughs> hey, he look. I'm not a look. I'm not a big Bron fan. I'm really not. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm not a big Bron fan. But You got to give that man props. You got to. Thirty-five k is nothing to sneeze at at all. Third overall. So you know, big shouts out to LeBron. Um, go man. <laughs> that man's balling, man. Um, and of course, you know with with Anthony Davis. Speaking of Anthony Davis, it just uh, came across my feed not too long ago. Um, Anthony Davis uh, with that calf strain um, was re-evaluated uh, by the Lakers doctors on Thursdays, on, on this Thursday, um, pretty much yesterday. And um, now he's out for four weeks. Um, so that's probably about in the March mid to mid March, end of March, that yeah, he'll probably be back. Um you know, I, I I said it uh I think it was Monday night, night owl show. Um uh, I, I don't know, man. That asking LeBron, Mr. 35K and all, asking him to literally pull out magic that he used to do in those Cleveland days when he had nobody to work with and drag them to the finals. I don't see it. To me, that's not good news that, you know, AD is going to be out for four weeks. (laughs) I'll say it again. I went on the Man Down podcast and made a comment that the Lakers should prepare themselves and get a third option to be a buffer a situation like this. I went on somebody else's show and and, and made that comment. (laughs) Look, I'm not an expert. I'm just a guy that loves sports. There's no way that you can't tell me that the Lakers did not try to make a plan for this. I just don't believe it. If they didn't, they just blatantly ignored it. AD is injury prone. He is talented. A mismatch? Yes. A problem when he's on? Yes. Unstoppable. When he's 100% healthy. Yes, unstoppable when he's 100% healthy and on. Yes, yes, and yes, all day, every day. AD can stand for all day. Whipping ass all day if he's healthy, if he's available, if he's on. Yes, no doubt. Go check that man's history record. This has been his... Uh uh MO since he got in the league. Play a few games, hurt a few games, play a few games, hurt a few games. All right. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. You know, most most athletes are gonna play with Knicks. You know they're gonna play with certain little minor injuries that you can play through, but ADs be missing be missing months. Ankle there, knee there, hamstring there, lower body, lower body injuries. Any as any basketball player about lower body injuries and how much they can take away from you. Skill wise, which in then turn turns into mental um um injuries. Not not I'm saying concussion, but I'm saying like you get so many lower body injuries that at some point it starts playing with your mind as in like, am I ever going to be healthy? Go ask Brendan Roy. He was a he was an all-star. Start having knee problems. Tried to make a comeback. You know, Greg Oden, number two overall pick right behind Kevin Durant. Knee problems, knee issues. AD's, ha- he's, he's falling right down that same tree. That's one thing that also worries me about Zion Williamson, his lower body injuries. That's a lot of mass moving at that speed. You know? And I'm not saying that AD can't, you know, reverse this trend and and be and a great asset to the Lakers. But you know, I'm not I'm not big in in the saying I told you so, but I told you so. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to chew my horn because this man's hurt. He's out for four weeks. I'm just saying is that I'm not surprised. I went on somebody else's show and said. Lakers should go get a third piece, be a buffer for an injury that will happen with Anthony Davis. And that's exactly what I said. And lo and behold, this week has all came in. But let's really talk about the game today. I mean, Lakers were not in that game. At all. Um, you know, me and uh Detroit Mail talked about it earlier today when we kind of pre-feuded. What would this game look like? What is is the matchup, you know, is pretty much a a a pick of of, of a lot of people's, you know, finals uh prediction. Lakers, Nets. <sighs> at the tonight, I'm going to still stick with it because I don't backtrack. If I say something, I said it, I meant it, 10 toes down on that shit. And that's how I rock. But man, 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 my hopes is glim. They is bleak. I mean, KD didn't even play, Kyrie was probable. Um, he played uh with w- with the back issue, but this thing wasn't close. Yeah, I mean, especially when you got the Nets, you know, heating up the uh with um, it James Harden did it again, eleven assists. I said I talked about James Harden. If you miss uh my synopsis about James Harden, uh, go back to uh either YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. ILW Sports Network, and check last night's uh, uh, show. And I gave James Harden all the praise in the world because this man is literally reinventing the way he's been playing game. He's playing team basketball, and it's nuts. He averaged another 11 assists. That's, that's crazy. That's mind-blowing. I mean... <laughs> I mean, the Nets got contributions all over the uh, uh, the team last night in this game. You know, this is they just showed that they were a a more well-rounded, completed team. I mean, Joe Harris, wow, twenty-one points. Guy goes six for seven behind arc. Didn't I just say you got no outside game in the NBA? Good luck sharpshooter Joe Harris is a sharpshooter you know after the second or third three somebody better put a hand in that man's face you can't let him go six for seven and expect to win no no sir not gonna happen at all you know James Harden pretty much led the way you know and he did it again like I said 11 assists one turnover All right. I'm putting James Harden in the MVP, call, MVP talks, MVP conversations. <laughs> call me nuts if you want to. I mean, he was already putting up a double-digit assist in Houston while he was doing the tank job to get up out of there. Didn't you go to a new setting, a new scenery, a new team? We the build up and the hype and, and 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 all the uh the drama and uh and 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 the scrutiny and the media coverage of the next big three. You know, you had to acclimate to somebody else's new team. You know, it's not Houston anymore. You're not you're not the you're not the guy on that team anymore. You're part of the team. And all this is without KD. All of this is without KD, what they've been doing all week. KD hasn't played pretty much all week. You know, he's had uh, you know, two little uh contract tracing little situations where he's had to miss some time. And I was worried about the gelling between the Nets, if they want to be able to get the 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 actual, you know, congealed, you know, um aspect of the team with not all three of the big 3 not playing all the time together. You know, I was worried about their chemistry. And then so, you know, even uh the other night when when James Harden led uh the Nets on a 24 point deficit comeback to beat a good quality Phoenix Suns team. You know, that's the that's kind of the 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 great thing about having three superstars on one team if somebody's on you may got two missing from injury or, you know, one of the, the big three isn't playing well and the other two are still playing and can still produce. I mean, this is known. Brooklyn is going to score. Brooklyn is going to put up points. Brooklyn is built with three superstars and, and, and a decent, you know, cast around it. This This was expected. So that, that Brooklyn part of my prediction of them going to the finals, I feel much better about that. The Lakers side, I'm, whew, and this is me being a Lakers fan. I am I keep it 100. I, I'm not saying they are not going to get there, but damn, it looks tough right now. You know, because you, you, you're dealing with, you're dealing with injuries with AD. I'm sorry. The title to the AFC West. um, I'm sorry, the the NBA Western Conference crown goes to L.A. But a lot of that is predicated on having both LeBron and A.D. I mean, am I too far out there to think that asking LeBron to carry this division on his this team on his back? Through the rest of the regular season, I mean, l- let's think about it. They're not even at at all-star break yet. They're not even, you know, they're pretty much a third away through the season. So you want Brian, after the shortest off season that the NBA has ever had, literally, they were playing before the pandemic, full schedule, down uh, three, four months because of the pandemic. Go to the bubble, play two, three months. Down, another two months. Now they're full swinging into this season. Like up and down, up and down. Stop and go, stop and go. You know what happens with a car all that? Stop and go, stop and go. Eventually, that car starts breaking down. Same thing that happens with our bodies. All this, uh, 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 wearing... you know, I'm not saying LeBron's showing wear and tear, but when he's coming into the season, already talking about load management? Now you, now you're saying I have no AD. That means more time for LeBron, more pressure. Yeah, a guy that's used to it. But LeBron ain't no spring chicken. Spend is spend millions and millions on your body to stay in shape as much as you want to. Good, cause you don't need it. <laughs> we about to see this. You about to see the worth of that. You know. Um. And yes, Stephanie, this is really live. We live. How you doing? I appreciate you joining the show. Um. But Le- LeBron is not that spring chicken no more. Expecting him to literally carry. This franchise to the finals at 36, man, did to, to me that would be one of the biggest accomplishments that LeBron can ever do if he gets this team to the NBA Finals. But it's it's not looking too pretty. I'm sorry. You know, I'm 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 not a betting man. I'm not 100 percent committed to, to say that they not gonna make it because I know we just we just put up the uh, the clip. LeBron is Mister 35,000, the newest member of a, of of a group of three men that have put up 35,000. So we we obviously know the man to score, <laughs> but man, to ask him to do. What he was doing when he was twenty, twenty-two, carrying Cleveland Cavaliers teams to finals that they had no business playing in, and getting swept by the Spurs to ask him to to recreate what he would uh, destroy the Big Three in Boston by literally putting up fifty, fifty-five points uh, points in, in a in a playoff series, averaging that to me, it's it's, it's a lot to ask. That's a tall order. If anybody can do it, it's Bron. But like I said, I'm not a bet man. I don't like my chances. So that 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 whole that whole uh, uh, Nets and Lakers um, prediction is it, it, looking looking real real bleak, especially on that Lakers side with no AD. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but you know, nah, I, I don't know. I don't know, Lakers fans, Laker nation, y'all can comment, y'all can like, share. Let me know what, what y'all think. I mean, <laughs> yeah, tough night for the Lakers. Um, y'all get 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 blown out, get beat up at home. That game wasn't close at all. Um. I, damn, Lakers, yeah, y'all, y'all didn't even, y'all didn't even make it entertaining, I wasn't entertained. um, it, it pretty much just gave me, um, that, that, that confirmation that I was right, <laughs> that I, I, did gave me that confirmation on why I should be worried, um, I mean, of course, you know, no, no Dennis Schroeder tonight, um, you know, right before it, tip off. He has some kind of contract tracing, a uh, little situation going on. So, you know, that is also an, another thing that kind of scares me. You know, what does that contract tracing, you know, situation uh, entail for other players on that roster? You know, if what if the Lakers are the next team to get bit by the COVID? Fall victim to it. I mean, there's been teams that haven't played it in, in Almost a week and a half. I don't know. Bad time. Bad time for everything. <laughs> for a lot of these Lakers, man. So, uh, you know. <sighs> Good luck. Crazy day in sports. It all started with the Carson Wentz trade. Just in case you guys are tuning in. We kind of ran down the whole Carson Wentz trade. You know, a good, good for the coach. They might have found a solution to a problem. But there's no more excuses for Carson Wentz. He, he just literally got into a situation that is very favorable for him. Um, a lot of, a lot of pieces to be a great team are there and are already aligned for him to do. Um, to do something great he's fallen into a, a already well-constructed team no more excuses they could add a few more pieces here and there but for the most part their foundation of that building of the coach is strong i mean they were they were in the playoffs had a chance to even win that playoff game against the buffalo bills i think they could have um they pretty much shut down uh josh allen for really getting off um We'll see what else happens in that QB carousel. All the drama with the quarterbacks have already gone on, you know, before the, uh, you know, the next season even started before the draft, all that pro date. Um, so there's more to come. Um, Man, hour flies by when you're having fun. I'm, you know, I'm over here, got dry mouth. I forgot to drink some of my Modelo, but cheers to everybody. Um, we're approaching up to the end of this show, Um, you know, Again, I apologize. A brother apologized that he was late coming on at night. But, you know, that's the that's the beauty of doing a late night show. It, even if I come on at midnight or 1 o'clock, it's still late night. <laughs> but, again, appreciate you, Night Owls, for staying up, kicking it with your boy. Um, shout out to uh, the homeboy Detroit mail the man with the game master plan of all of this IOW network. Um, our, our sister Alexis, we thinking about you. Um, she has a little family situation going on, so keep her in your prayers. We, we, you know, we got much love for you, Alexis. You know, you can always reach out to me, and, and Jamal. We got you. Um, Philip Riddick, Arbob, Daddy Cooks, L. Jeffrey Moore, uh, Caleb Harris. Oh man, go check out Caleb Harris. Good, good guy who loves talking about you know mental health when it comes to men. Um, shout out to the Man Down Podcast. Um, always show us love on, on their end. The man, Count, uh, man Down Podcast Network. Um, the Black-Owned Podcast uh, with Sincere and Peaches. It's just a just whole network full of good people. Um, man, great show. And I promise I'm going to be here tomorrow. Midnight. Come check me out. All right. Peace and love, world. Y'all be good to each other.